Oh, yeah. You know how I said I had a surprise for you? Yeah. Uh, during your review. During my review. Every now and then, whenever uh, it seems appropriate. Yes. I made this for us. Okay. Dolomite. Dolomite. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. I was thinking that when I was doing the review. <laughs> oh, of course. Yeah. We were on the same wavelength for that. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Well, let's kick off your four, motherfucker. This show will pollute listeners' ears with foul language, occasional sexually explicit content, and more irony than is allowed for single episodes. In the last several years, distributors of obscenity have expanded into new areas, employing new technologies and reaching new audiences. Neither our constitution, our courts, our people, nor our respect for common decency and human suffering will allow this trafficking in obscene material. Cinema PSYOPs. Which exploits women and men alike to continue. Sharing filth-laden desires on mic to warp the brains of listeners until they are all demented deviants. Federal laws are being violated, and thus I am committed to redoubling the federal effort to ensure that those criminal elements who are trafficking in obscenity are pursued with a vengeance and prosecuted to the hill. The fact that society is becoming much more open now, less repressed, and I think there's less need for cinema psyops. Without dignity, they shout into the void in a vain attempt to be loved. Living in this culture now where there's just icebergs of filth floating through every house on Wi-Fi, it's inconceivable what it must be like to be a young adolescent now with this kind of access to... Cinema PSYOPs. It must be dizzying and exciting, but corrupting in a way that we can't even think about. A pirate ship with a tattered flag, sailing across seas of questionable movies while firing cannons of disdain. Cinema PSYOPs. Long may she sail. Fuck yes, it is year four, motherfuckers. Welcome to Cinema PsyOps. Joining me in the studio and currently laughing his ass off into the mic is Matt. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah, right, that you like was, that? I, I dig the new theme, my friend. I dig theme for year four already. Yeah? Oh, God, that was awesome. Every piece of that, yeah. except for the drum loops, is me. Really? Every little the piece voice? of that. The voice? Well, no, that's... Uh-oh. Yeah. Okay, I was going to say. The, the super sexy special voice. Yeah. The, uh, the show. Oh, well, I can't even fucking do it. I know, it's, right? it's so fucking amazing and so sexy. That's F-13. Oh, F-13. But I, I kind of wrote the stuff for him for some of it. Other yeah. pieces of it are actually things that both said about the show for our year three. Nice. Like that's the, the pirate yeah, ship. Yeah, the pirate ship, the um, tattered flag. Yeah, all of that kind of stuff. That's uh, Some of that stuff is from Bo, but it's delivered expertly by F-13, so I can't thank him enough. No, so. that was awesome. Who was, the, uh, who was the other guy talking? Well, there was Ronald Reagan. Yeah. And then there was his DA at the time. Uh, like I'm talking about the other the, what, the guy who's talking about uh, how easy it is to get filth online now. Oh, the British guy? Yeah, the British that guy. That was Russell Brand. Is you that, probably oh, recognize that was, him. Okay, uh, I was wondering. Yeah, that was Russell Brand, so oh, there you okay. go. Oh, that, 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 oh, man, that was brilliant. <laughs> well done. Every year, I don't think you could top the theme. <laughs> and so far every year, I've been wrong. I don't know how I'm going to keep this I escalation know. up. I really don't. Because like I, I, was, <laughs> I was sweating it. <laughs> Pretty soon, it's just going to be big movie voice guy going... Do you want a bigger dick? Was <laughs> it a cinema psyops clip? <laughs> <laughs> that 
it when I'm using, <laughs> yeah, for sure. You, you have to. Yeah. All right, so it's kind of nice to be able to record with compressors that we don't have to worry too much about headroom. Yeah, right? This is the loudest that we've been able to record in the while. I'm turning shit down. It's been Look that loud. You. It's amazing. Yeah, we don't have to worry about that headroom, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yes, there's plenty of room for head in this show, folks. <laughs> But we're both married, so yeah. at least that room in it for our lives. But maybe for you single people out there who are into such favorities, go ahead. Yeah, there's plenty of room for head on this show for you folks. Yeah. Just not from one of us. Just not from one of us. Unless we or get the okay. Or for one of us. Yeah, unless we get the okay. Yeah, but that's that okay is never coming. So, <laughs> and, and, and nor are we going to ask because that's where we keep our vaginas. So. <laughs> Oh, I'm still waiting for the listener to be like, that's sexist. Don't say that. We're where our wives keep their dicks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's somehow but, a clip. It's, it's somehow a clip. And also, they don't have to worry about pissing us off as much as we have to worry about pissing them off. Because even if we're mad, if our wives come up and go, but do you want to have sex? We'll be like, yes, come on, let's go. <laughs> I'm still mad at you. Yeah, the decision-making process for sex has nothing to do with how angry you are or aren't. <laughs> nope, not yeah. at all. It's it's there. Yeah, but uh, putting it together, all the editing, the music, yeah. all of that. That's the part I meant was all me, was the music. Oh, that's all. All of it was awesome. Yeah, yeah that yeah. was great. You did a great job. And I'm looking for trying to make it feel a little more grimy, a little <laughs> more gross and yeah. exploitation-ish. Yeah. Like, I wanted it to be like those exploitation trailers that we always freak out about. That's what I was shooting for. It's going to go with them. gives you a bigger dick comment than uh... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that'll be you're five. You're five. You're five. If we don't quit by then. <laughs> <laughs> this will be another clip. But you're five. Everyone's getting a bigger dick. <laughs> I'm taking out the year five part. I'm just... <laughs> just, just everyone's... <laughs> That's for all of you out there. I need the time to be able to do that. Between yeah. swapping out the compressors, doing the video commentary, editing stuff, yeah. like at the last minute. No, oh, of course. We recorded that shit on Friday. I released it on Sunday. That was amazing. That by was the way. a hell of a fucking was, turnaround. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> Not to mention how fucked up we were during that movie. <laughs> yeah, we got fucked before we even hit the record button. I, 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 I was seriously kind of fucked before the record button was even pushed. <laughs> yeah, I was already a little bit floating. <laughs> Well, we're both slurring. Like, yeah. if you, I played that back when I was trying to <laughs> sync it up to the video, which will be released later. All right. Um, basically, about the time this comes out, it'll mm-hmm. already have been out. Awesome. Because I just have to format it and get it uploaded to YouTube. And once it's uploaded to YouTube, I'll post in the group for everybody if they haven't seen it already. Well, I don't want to, you know, worry anybody, but I think I injected at least three marijuanas during that show. <laughs> I wondered what you were doing when I couldn't look and I thought yeah. you were just playing with your phone. You're over there injecting marijuanas. Right into my penis. Was there an app for that? Yes. <laughs> Fucking Google so far ahead of Apple. It really is. All <laughs> over the place, man. At least when it comes to marijuana abuse anyway. <laughs> yeah. It, or, it injected it into your penis. <laughs> Clip. Yep. <laughs> Man, it's a lot of dick clips out here tonight. Clip. Somehow a clip. <laughs> We're going to make it a hell of a clip. <laughs> All right, so to kick off this sort of grimy, grindhouse-inspired exploitation season, including more sexploitation, mm-hmm. and because Matt is the expert and the authority and the end-all, be-all knowledge of the black experience in America, particularly in the mid to late 70s. This is correct. We are covering black exploitation movies. More specifically, we're kicking it off with a series of essentially every Rudy Ray Moore movie I own. Yeah. Uh, there you go. <laughs> and I and I put it to you, the listeners. Tell me one person better suited <laughs> to speak of the black experience in America in the mid to late 70s than me. Uh, literally anyone. I know that, but shut the fuck up. <laughs> We're ruining the let's, bit let's, when we do that. Let's get some more. Let's see it. Like, let's see if we can like light up the Facebook page with just anybody. 
Man, we are off our game. We haven't done an actual episode in four weeks. Yeah. Like, because the commentary was the last thing that we recorded and everything else we recorded way in advance. Funny enough, until the review starts, I feel like we're on our game right now. <laughs> Wait till I start doing this review because I did it punch drunk, like not drunk drunk, just punch drunk of lack of sleep because I've been working fucking all the goddamn time now at my job. <laughs> I got a promotion. And what it means is more worky worky and less time for sleepy sleepy. <laughs> that makes Matt angry angry. <laughs> That's what happens when you become full fledged, like hardcore salary. Yeah. They just keep finding I'm not ways even to salary. You're not. You're still no, hourly. They, they gave me a raise and I made sure my raise was hourly because I heard how, how well and fucked people in my position get. Yeah. And so I made sure to stay uh, hourly. So at least when I do all this overtime, mm -hmm. I got that going for me, which is nice. <laughs> I, I like the side-loading Caddyshack reference. Yeah, you're welcome. On my deathbed, I'll achieve ultimate... Uh, <laughs> Total consciousness. So I got that going for me. Which is nice. And while he's holding a Pixfort, it's some poor kid who's some extra on the fucking movie right to his fucking throat. <laughs> Have you ever watched the behind-the-scenes of Caddyshack? They do an interview with that kid. He goes, that was all ad-libbed. He grabbed... He was supposed to tell me the story, and then right before he did it, they said, actually, he grabbed a pitchfork that was in that barn and just started poking him with it. He goes, it was literally... I thought he was going to draw blood at some point <laughs> <laughs> and there's no talking to him at that point because he's in his fucking character there's bill murray doesn't exist at that moment you know what you do a good enough job on the string of black exploitation movies that i have set yeah. up for you as a reward we're going to do the doug kinney tribute where we're going to cover the doug kinney oh, comedy movies fucking egg, specifically the ones doug he kinney. wrote yeah oh my god i'm a big doug kinney fan as yeah. well and I, I didn't even realize how much of his stuff has been such an influence throughout the years i mean yeah holy shit. I don't yeah. think, if it weren't for him, I don't think we have Ghostbusters. Yeah, Not we'll, really. We'll do some bonus stuff where it'll be like a Doug Kinney appreciation as a reward if you don't fuck up the black exploitation movies. How can I fuck it up? Name one person who could do this better than me. <laughs> Literally anyone. I mean, probably, but god damn, I'm gonna try. So no pressure, Matt. No pressure, No right? pressure at all. Listen, if I don't fuck this all up, then I'm not doing my job right, alright? <laughs> <laughs> and with that, before Matt gets a chance to actually fuck it up, we're gonna take a little break here. We'll play a promo for a podcast that has been long since dormant, which may or may not be returning. Uh-oh. And we'll have a little bit of music from the soundtrack of Dolomite, and when we come back, we'll have the trailer. Hey, kids. It's F13 from CinemaDiabolica.com. Here at Diabolical Headquarters, we have an eye for the future. That's why we've stopped trying to figure out what it is you fickle bastards like, and instead have resorted to directly stimulating the pleasure centers of your brains using our patented brainwave fustigation therapy. Created and guaranteed safe by our own Professor DZ. Wait, I didn't say it was safe. But why take our word for it? Let's look at some of the test subjects experiencing an enhanced episode of Cinema Diabolica and see what they think. All right, test subject number five, role playback. <laughs> oh, no, no. Oh, God. Oh, shut down the playback. Oh, God, she's bleeding. Cinema Diabolica, dousing you with hot cauldrons of entertainment since 2007. Check it all out at cinemadiabolica.com and hear all the Popsin podcasts at popsyndicate.net.
thing I love the most about black exploitation movies is the character theme song. Yeah, the narration you kind of get from all the yeah. music. And it just became like this unspoken thing that they're all going to be like that. I know. Like, there's very few of them that don't have a character theme song that gives you like the history of the character or is telling you the things you're seeing on screen. If you don't think that I didn't at one point while watching this movie struggle with not making a whole clip one of the narration songs, you're wrong. It was just listening to it. I'm like, it wasn't coming across real well, so I didn't know if it would record real well Yeah. when I send you the time and you'd be like, this is kind of unusable. So (laughs) that's the only reason I did, but there was at least twice where the music started playing and you heard someone singing. I go, I'm going to fucking clip this out because fuck yeah. <laughs> but if we ever get one of the films and one of the narration songs it can be heard pretty clear, you better be goddamn right. It's going to be a clip. I'm going to be like, and our singing narration will tell us the whole story in our next clip. All right, I have a quick question before we actually kick into the trailer yeah. here. Did this film not activate your... Dolomite! Yes, it did. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, it so felt like that's what you were watching. I right? know. It felt like we were watching Dynamite. Only it's Dolomite. Dolomite. <laughs> Fucking, I love this. You oh. know what I love, Matt? What's that? This trailer. This is Rudy Ray Moore, better known as Dolomite. I'm the one that killed Monday and whooped Tuesday and put Wednesday in the hospital. Called up Thursday to tell Friday not to burst Saturday on Sunday. I've got an all-girl army that knows what to do. They'll fox as hell and practice kung fu. Dolomite. From the first to the last, I give them the blast so fast that their life is passed before they has even hit the grass. See me whack, jack, smack, crack, poop black, black jack, race track, and flat jack, and still coming back. Uptown, downtown, crowned and renowned. I put my finger in the ground and turn the whole world around. Dolomite, starring me, Rudy Ray Moore as Dolomite, and that bad Durville Martin as Willie Green. Dolomite. Rated R, under 17, not permitted, without a parent, or permission from your warden. Or permission from your warden? God damn. Yeah, this sh- this movie's not fucking around, Dolomite dude. was like, fuck it. Dolomite! Dolomite! We start off in jail, and Dolomite is requested to go meet the warden. And because I'm incredibly lazy in my personal life, we're going to go ahead and make that our first clip. Sit down, Dolomite. Give me a lead. You know Mama Queen Bee here, I'm sure. You should be very proud of her. For damn near two years, she's been bugging me about your innocence. You know, the funny thing is, I'm about to believe her. What I mean is we have, with her help, of course, stumbled onto some facts that may set you free. Of course, they have to be proven. And that's where you come in. Now, you're a gambling man, aren't you? It depends on the game, Warden, and how high the stakes are. I might as well level with you. The game is rough, and the stake is your life. But it means the difference between being free or rotting here behind bars till someone tries to set you free. You know there's not a lawyer in L.A. who will touch your case. So what do you say? Do you want to play ball or not? Whose team am I on, Warden, and what am I supposed to do? Okay, I'll run it down to you. You're serving a 20-year stretch for the possession of stolen furs and a half a million dollars worth of narcotics, right? Right. 
We then get a flashback to when Dolomite was busted by the feds. I would have just made that all one clip because, I mean, that's pretty pertinent to the story considering I, there are no, no fed that isn't a crooked fed. Well, yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I was thinking about putting that in the clip, but it just seemed, I don't know. I, I don't know. Like you were just going to please me too much to do that? Yes, right. Yeah, fair enough. Um, anyway, uh, the feds, you can tell they want to see in his trunk. Uh, they don't even have a warrant, and he claims just because he has a, a federal badge that is his warrant. It's like, that's not how this works works. That's not how any of this works. <laughs> but Dolomite opens up the trunk and there are narcotics and furs and he's like, those aren't mine. And then there's... Which is what every cr- criminal says when yeah. they get busted. Yeah, but right. Those aren't mine. In this mine. case, it literally isn't his. Yeah. And then uh, the two other feds run up and Dolomite gets pretty pissed and starts beating the shit out of all three. That was amazing. Yep. Watching t- one black man beat up a bunch of fucking white feds. Yep. That was amazing. And then one brings out a gun and uh, so, you know, they get him under control. And then another police our detective walks up and tells Dolomite he's going away for a long time. He walks back, he gets in a car, and we see Dolomite's nemesis, Willie Green, uh, in the back seat, and we know that the setup is on. So we know Willie Green set up Dolomite. We didn't really need this flashback, but it no. feels like this should have been the opening of the film, and it, then they cut to the prison, and yeah. then he talks to the warden. Yeah, it was really weirdly done. Yeah, the editing in this is not what you would call professional. No. Nothing it, in this is what you would call professional. Is, just, is there a couple times you thought you saw a mic? I'm, I saw, oh, I saw yeah. a mic boom. Yeah, yeah. The, there's okay. Several. I wanted to make sure yeah. because my resolution wasn't all that great watching yeah. it, and I'm like, then it might be that's a fucking mic. Well, there's a uh, there's two different versions of this that you can watch. You can watch the widescreen version, which is the the version that you got yeah. from me. The actual four by three full frame of it is even more boom mics. It's all boom mics all the time. Oh, <laughs> all boom mics all the time. Yeah. Nice. Because <laughs> the framing is all fucked. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I only could see a couple. Maybe there were more than what I saw. Yeah. Just because uh, I'm like squinting really hard. And I'm yeah. like, uh, I think that's a boom mic. There's at least three to four that I can recall off the top of my head for sure. And one of them was in this scene. All right. Uh, yeah. Yes. One of them was definitely in the scene. Yeah. As the warden lights a cigarette and then stares at Queen Bee for like what seems to be an hour in complete silence. <laughs> while Dolomite just stands there wondering what the fuck's going on in his life. That's because they're waiting for the mic guy to move around to the next person that's going to talk. <laughs> yeah. You even see them all looking up for the mic to get into place and stuff, yeah. <laughs> hey, was the actor who played Willie Green, was that the same guy from uh, Black Caesar who played the preacher? I think it might have been. I'm not 100% sure. I'll have to check. It um, looked like him. You move on and I'll answer that question later. Excellent. Alright. Uh, well, we find out from the warden that uh, the drug and gun trafficking ha- has not lessened. In fact, it has gotten worse since Dolomite's been in jail. He, they say guns and drugs are sold to kids on the street. And Queen Bee describes, um, and we'll see visions of this, of Dolomite's cousin being shot broad daylight. Or it was his nephew. I'm sorry, not cousin. Nephew. His nephew being shot in broad daylight. So, trying to string the Dolomite heartstrings there. Yeah, well, it's, you know, you gotta have a reason for him to want to get revenge. And yep. you are correct. Good eye. Bonus points to you. You're well on your way to earning the Doug Kenny tribute. Yeah. Reverend Rufus was, in fact, the same guy who played Willie Green. I knew it. Anyway, yeah. uh, that's where I stopped taking notes. I fell asleep. So anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> now, now I'm going to wing it based on now, what I have on IMDb in my phone. Now I'm just going to wing it on all the other black exploitation films I've watched, which thanks to this show are numerous. <laughs> <laughs> like two, <laughs> two other ones. But also just knowing you, I've seen a few more. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'm a bit obsessed. Uh, anyway, uh, uh, they make an agreement to let him out so he can help stop 
the violent and the narcotics and gun sales. Uh, he is also told that only Queen Bee, the warden, the governor, and a shadow FBI agent uh, are in the know on that. And the FBI agent is not to be known. <laughs> not to be known? Not to be known. Uh, then we get a intro to Mr. Willie Green, and that is our next clip. Some folks say that Willie Green was the baddest motherfucker the world ever seen. But I want you to hold on to your seat and hold on to them tight because you're now getting ready to see the story of me. Yes, me, the badass. Dolomite. Then we get our movie intro. Some funk music being played while uh, watching it. <laughs> into the funk. But uh, it, weird place to put the intro to. It felt pretty deep into the fucking movie to uh, throw an intro at it. <laughs> All right. Well, Dolomite is freed. And when he's walking out, there are three women waiting for him in a car. He instantaneously outside the car says, get me out of this. Uh, and he started changing clothes. And in fact, <laughs> yells at one of the women about you know, he doesn't wear any cotton drawers. So he's starts changing just out in front of everybody and the, the guards are all looking like you know pissed well one guard the white guard looks pissed off and then the black guard looks like in admiration like yeah you know that's awesome the white guard's pissed off because he took a look at Dolomite's package yeah probably and the black guard's like good for you man good for you look at, and he's probably like ah look at all, look at all the women you got good for you And <laughs> I don't have a whole lot of like commentary about this particular scene until what happens once they actually get inside the car yeah okay but so, so or, I'm, I'm gonna reserve it that point, here's yeah. my problem. So then, as he gets changed to some more pimped out clothing, right? He throws the old clothes at the uh, white guard, and the the white guard says, "You'll be back." You know, everyone comes back. Yeah, and he's gonna save the clothes for him because of yeah. recidivism. Yeah. yeah, 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 basically. So anyway, then they get into the car, uh-huh. and uh, one of the women back there then starts stripping Dolomite down as he starts stripping her down. That's the part. That so I why did he just get about? dressed just to get undressed again? What he should have done, right? And yeah. what would have been a more baller move, yeah. right? Is just stripped off in front of the girls yeah like and the guards and just had the girls start getting naked and, and then, then just, all crawled into the car they even crawled into the car like throw just, the girls up on the hood and start making love to them on there just right in front of the guards just like yep just like hate fucking the chicks right in front of the guards <laughs> yeah. looking straight at the guards yeah. the entire making time. eye contact only with the guard <laughs> just like the girl might as well be a fleshlight at this point <laughs> clip clip <laughs> Uh, Anyway, but I just thought, yeah. But we also get to see uh, a pair of boobies. Uh, So thank you, movie. A very nice set of boobies, indeed. Not not only a first set on year four, but also the very first set we've gotten in a really long time that didn't include rape in it because of the Death Wish movies. Yeah, right. We haven't had many of those in a really long time. And even during the live commentary, the ones that weren't rapey still seemed a little rapey. Yeah, because there's a lot of rapey nature to the fucking Young Warriors. This was the girl couldn't like wait to get him in the car so this was like dearly accepted if there was any assault happening it was on dolomite yeah yeah they were assaulting him he's like i just got dressed help help uh but hey did you find it interesting that the the first girl he makes love to is a white woman in this no not no, at all not yeah. at all that that's not that's not interesting at all no i'm thinking it was specifically engineered yeah. okay yeah. yeah all right i'm, I'm saying that's what yeah. i meant yeah the reason i love rudy ray moore movies is because they are a huge middle finger to the establishment Oh, yeah. And to white racism because he very specifically has little things and moments like that that were designed to piss off racists. Oh, yeah. Big time. Yeah. Anyway, we see some guys who uh, are in a car waiting on them. They're hired hitmen waiting to kill them. Or one would presume. Yep. Uh, Dolomite, uh, I think, recognizes what's happening. 
morning, so he tells them to pull up up ahead. They the guys get out of the car and they surround the Dolomite's car. Only Dolomite comes up from behind them with a machine gun and starts blasting them down. Uh, he makes one of the guys dance, saying, "Look, he does have rhythm. He has some kind of quip that he says right before he shoots them, so yeah. to, to let them know that they're about to be killed by a smooth motherfucker." Yeah, yeah. Well, my my favorite quip was in like, after he made the white guy dance by shooting his feet. He goes, "Look, he does have rhythm," and I'm like, "Ah." <laughs> nice. Ah, racist. Yeah. <laughs> and then he shoots him dead. Well, I did shoot him dead. He's sitting there and he's bleeding out. And he's like, help me, help me. And one of his female companions goes, I'm going to go help him. Takes out a knife. And for what I believe, I hear a zipper and I believe she cuts off his dick. Uh, yeah, there's or a lot least... of emasculating going on in this movie. Yeah. So, yeah. so I believe you don't see it, but you do hear a zipper and then like a nick sound. So I believe she cut off his dick. I don't see how that's going to help him. All that's going to no. make it is the blood's going to rush out before it can get to the wounds. Yeah. Above. It, she seemed happy that she had helped him. I think someone needs to explain to her what help is. <laughs> Maybe that's it. Maybe it's lost someplace. I don't know. I, I makes me scared to ever ask anyone for help again. I never have. <laughs> After which, seeing this, which, I can see why. Which explains why I'm in the predicament I'm in in my life. <laughs> yeah, but at least some lady's not cutting off your junk in the name of helping you. That's goddamn right. And a clip. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, uh, Dolomite gets home, and that is our next clip. Queen B, it's awful good to be back home. I'm glad you're home too, baby. It takes a whole lot of weight off my back that you're home. It's so good you're home. By the way, Queen B, where are these guns coming from? Dolomite, I honestly don't know. You think maybe it's Willie Green? I've known Willie Green for a long time. <laughs> Willie Green plays for high sticks. He's into more than guns. Oh, by the way, Queen B, look like somebody's missing from the family. Oh, yes. Pinky, she split right after you left. She's dancing for Willie Green right now. Speaking of dancing, who's taking care of the club now? You know, I got some big ideas for that club. Wait a minute. Wait. We don't have the club anymore. What do you mean we don't have the club anymore? You know that club was my pride and joy, and you've gone and give it up. I didn't give away shit. We lost it. Me and these girls had to sell pussy on a goddamn corner trying to save your black ass. We almost lost this house. You know what? Mitchell and White would bust us every week. $5,000 a whop until all the money was gone. And we still owe Willie Green $50,000. Who's running the club now? Willie Green. Look at here. You remember the creeper, right? He's a little friend of yours. Now, he knows a lot of things and he knows a lot of people. And since he's your friend, he might be able to tell you about something. Why don't you give him a call? Queen B, you know darn well the creeper ain't never paid a phone bill in his life. True, but you know where you hang out at? Is the fat burger joint still in business? Oh, yes. That's where the penny pimps and the nickel and dime hustlers hang out. When they ain't got no money and tricks be kind of slow. Now look here. I noticed that the warden told you that you'd be alone. But Dolomite, you ain't never been alone. When you were doing your time, I put your girls through karate school. And they are good, too. I remember one time a trick came in here and tried to misuse us. What happened to my hundred dollars, Joe? Did you take my money? <laughs> That's right, little bitch. I took it back. You ain't worth no hundred dollars. I am Joe Blow, the lover man. You should be paying me, bitch. Give me my money, man. Shit. What money? Should I get cut like you all day, a dime a dozen, shit? Here, here's $2. Go get you some dish powder and keep it clean for me next time. And he whipped his ass. 
He's in the hospital yet with his ass in a sling. You used to be pretty good yourself. Oh, but Queen Bee, I think I need mine brushed up a little bit. I'm going to change clothes. Come on, let's go on the other side of the house. Okay? So they sold pussy on the street to save ass. To That's, save their own ass. Yeah, yeah, to save his ass. Somehow. Yeah. yeah. And so Willie Green That's set him up. a lot of body parts t- being exchanged there. <laughs> well, she couldn't say they sold their asses on the street to save his pussy. No, that's true. You might take offense to that. <laughs> yeah. You don't talk to Dolomite like that. <laughs> no, no, you don't. All right. Well, Millie, uh, Willie walks into what I am assuming is his owned massage parlor. Uh, we see uh, some boobs in uh, this scene. Thank you, movie. Yeah. Thank you very very much movie because there's some very all natural girls yeah, here and they exactly. look amazing and we see some more dude than maybe you want but <laughs> hey that's one for you ladies out there listening Dep- right? depends, depends upon your preference if you're into dudes hey. this scene does you kind of okay but not for, really for you dudes who prefer dudes and if these dudes strike your fancy you're welcome for you ladies if you prefer dudes and these dudes strike your fancy you're welcome to everyone else sincerest apologies <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's plenty of nudity some good some bad. But I'm not judging anybody on their taste. You do you, man. As long as you're not hurting anybody, we can give a fuck. Then we cut to another scene uh, where, I, I don't know why we had this really green scene, by the way. It didn't make a lot of sense other than just show nudity. Well, there's that, and they need to establish the world that Willie Green is in. Yeah, I guess. Uh, Dolomite, we have a love-making scene. Uh, and real, bow, chicka, bow, wow. real quick, more so than the fact that, yes, we could see more boobies. Thank uh-huh. you, movie. Yeah, thank you, movie. Is his head, a sculpture of his head on a shelf? I don't think so I, I don't know who that sculpture is supposed to be i would assume that it's supposed to be like a black leader of some sort maybe you know and that's maybe, why there were similar maybe it's characteristics their, maybe it's it's what maybe it's jesus <laughs> it could be jesus i mean jesus was black jesus was most definitely black yeah. <laughs> and I, that's the only reason i can think that they but i wouldn't put it past dolomite to have middle, someone sculpt his own head if not middle eastern at least you know <laughs> i mean but he was definitely not a white dude <laughs> so anyway after the love making scene uh which was just there, I think, to show that Dolomite's the man at making love. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, pretty uh, much. Dolomite is leaving his home and he is hassled uh, by some men in our next clip. Man, move over and let me pass. Oh, they have to be pulling these hush puppies out your motherfucking ass. All right, get your hands on your head. What the shit is this? Just spin around and put your hands on the car. Oh, fuck, I ain't done nothing. No, you haven't yet, but you will. Well, well, what have we here? Oh, Lordy, let me see that. Oh, wow, this looks like the real stuff, all right. Oh, yeah, that's good. <laughs> that's the real McCoy, all right. What about this? What about what? You must be high or something, fella. I'm talking about all the dope I found under your seat, and there's more stashed where that came from. Now, you just got through doing time for stuff, and now here you you are right back at it again another frame up hmm that's right now i'm gonna warn you but only one time see they told us that you're a troublemaker that you're no good that you don't know how to get along with people now i know you think you're smart see because you got all them flashy clothes you got that big car there you got all them black bitches working for you you forgot about the white ones you move your ass out of this town and you move it fast you better listen to him. Don't and something nasty is going to happen to you. And just to show you that we mean business. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where they try to set him up, right? Yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, these are the uh, same cops as before, or one of them is, and the other one's his partner who's just as corrupt. But this is the other cop, same before, who was in the car with Willie Green well, when they set him up. If they're police, particularly in movies, and especially in black exploitation flicks, yeah. Usually they're corrupt. Yes. And in real life. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yikes. <laughs> 
as I was saying, these are the same cops as before. Uh, Dolomite then just beats the living shit out of both of them and then dumps the drugs on their unconscious bodies. Yeah, they try to dump a little bit of it on him, to, or they drop yeah. the bag on him, and then he beats the shit out of them without even connecting. He has this weird kinetic force yeah. where he throws a punch and they fall over. He's a fucking Jedi. It's amazing he how he's able the, to do that. He uses the fucking force. No, they just didn't film the choreography right. Okay, but fine. it's still cool. If you want to be less fun, <laughs> sure. <laughs> Where's your sense of fucking wonderment? I just have a hard time believing that Dolomite would be a Jedi. He could be. Maybe not a Jedi. He could be just a, a force power person. Like force sensitive? Yeah. yeah. So he knows how to use the force. But yeah, you, might, I you probably not, would not be a Jedi. I, I wouldn't think that Dolomite would be sensitive to anything except a lady's needs. Yeah. <laughs> and only while in bed. That's right. Dolomite! Dolomite! You never play dynamite anymore. Only play dolomite. Nah, well, no, it's, uh, it's just for it changes. Yeah. Dolomite, dolomite. I just fucking love it. <laughs> anyway, the two, these same two uh, detectives go to the church. Um, the preacher, before they enter the church, is warning of oppression. And uh, he's like warning of oppression and the entrapment of, of, of white, the white man, you know, the, the man. Uh, and it's 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 a very kind of, you know, let's... It feels very Nation of Islam in yes. the message. Yeah. And then once he sees the cops coming in, he changes it right to scripture, normal, like almost... Yeah, yeah, reverend scripture. Oh, it's not necessarily Nation of Islam. It might also be that this is like a hidden Black it's, Panther movement. Yeah, it's like, or, I would yeah. say Nation of Islam. I would say more like Black Panther yeah. type speech of, yeah, we, we need to be forceful. And t- it was almost the like reason a, I went to Nation of Islam is the religious aspect of it because it's a guy doing some yeah. pulpity work. How about this? He went from Malcolm X to Martin Luther King Jr. when the cops came in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's basically what we're talking about. Because yeah, Malcolm X did join the Nation of Islam. Okay. And wow, then, you do know more. You are more qualified than me. Anyway, uh, the Nation of Islam has been there forever. I think before Farrakhan, you know, each Farrakhan just took it over. I don't know when it actually got started, but I'm not talking about actual just like the no, Muslim I know, not, faith, uh, yeah, yeah, but the, yeah. that movement that became yeah. known as the Nation of Islam. Yeah. And I don't know enough about it to really know when it was created. I don't either. Like, exactly. I'll look that help. up while you do the rest of the notes there you just go. to make sure. Awesome. Uh, anyway, so as they are talking to the priest, they find guns, but the uh, reverend is able to talk his way out of it. He's like, you know, hey, we need safety in these streets, right? And the cops are like, yeah, yeah. Two corrupt cops are like, yeah, you're probably right. You could have just left it at cops. I mean, they don't make them any other way. Oh, dude, really? Come on, man. Uh, anyway, we see Creeper getting himself burger. Uh, this is the guy who Queen Bee was talking about. Uh, Dolomite goes to uh, telling a story, and that is in our next clip. One beautiful day in the Mary Martha May, the great Titanic sailed away. The captain and the lieutenant was having a few words when the great Titanic hit that mighty iceberg. Sean was in the boiler room eating some peas. Black eyed peas they were. And the water come down near to his knee. Before Sean could take a bite of bread, that water come down near up to his knee. Sean run up on the deck and said, Captain, 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 that water's down near up to my neck. Captain said, Sean, go back, pack the sacks. We got enough sacks to keep this water back. You standing up here study bullshitting and drinking, but can't you see this raggedy hunk of junk is slowly sinking? <laughs> the cap, I'll be in New York unpacking my truck when the news reach the world. This junk done suck. <laughs> Captain Sashan, go back and fear no doubt before I take this two by four and wear your black ass out. 
Besides the captain, the shit you talking might have once been true. Yeah. But this is one time your motherfucking talk ain't gonna do. Shout out to run and jumped over in the ocean with his black ass doing a backfield in motion. <laughs> Run and jumped up on the top. One broad hollered, shine, stop all this good stuff to you. I'll give if you make it possible for me to live. Shine that bitch. Right on. I like your shape and I like your plan. But you should have been offering me your stuff when we was on dry land. If I was in ask you for a piece of trim, you'd have had my black ass hanging from the highest limb. Right on. <laughs> Not enough, right on, bro. No, no, go on, go on. My bad, bro. All right. Goddamn right. I got two. Oh, Here come another broad out. Holland cat. Holland shine, shine, shine. I'm the captain's wife. Why don't you have me to save my life? Cause I've been through the cotton fields and I waded through the mills. And honey, I'm a soul sister, baby. And we from the same blood. You can talk so sweet and you can sing so fine, but you shouldn't have brought your high yellow ass across that darn color line. <laughs> that I'm the one you call the ballroom flunky. Now keep your ass on this ship and wrong with these. <laughs> Titanic had hit this big iceberg. Sean was in Chicago on Cottage Grove in 63rd. Yeah. Down on his knees, the Nikolai shooting a dime I hope to pay. I left 10,000 rich motherfuckers swinging on their ass. And everybody wondered why Sean didn't drown. He had a card stuck up in his butt and he couldn't go down. Nice. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's some good riffing. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Now, I know that other people have credited him with this. I don't know how true this is, but Rudy Ray Moore did a bunch of stand up stuff. Yeah. And he's kind of credited with the invention of rap because of the way he does his material, is how it rhymes and he tells a story with oh, it. Oh, wow. It has a little bit of comedic That's elements huge. to it. It's kind of like that, but I mean, there were other people doing similar things as well. But yeah. I mean, for me, the thing that is as close to what rap actually ended up spawning from feels a lot like what Rudy Ray Moore was doing anyway. Yeah. So if there's anybody else that wants to say somebody else kind of was one of the forerunners as well. Yeah. Because I would definitely say that what he's doing there, if you took that rap and you took out all the stuff that the guys were laughing in the background mm -hmm. and just let him tell the story with that delivery yeah. and then have a good beat to it, it would sound like a rap song. It would sound like a classic hip-hop song. I'll say it. He created rap and don't even at me there. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I did double check on the Nation yeah. of Islam while we were that break going. Yeah. It was started by Wallace D. Ford Muhammad, July 4th, 1930. Oh. Malcolm X was one of the senior members, but had splintered off or left it and became a Sunni Muslim instead. And then there were different factions that split off. And Farrakhan is actually the leader yeah. now, apparently, yeah. and has been for quite a while since like the 70s or something like that, I think. Mm -hmm. Just to give a little bit of uh, background and everything. And I'm not going to claim to be an expert or anything like that. That's just, I looked it up because of our curiosity, because neither mm -hmm. of us knew and we'll freely admit it. Yeah. We didn't know until kind of talking about I'm it. I'm only now. an exploit with the black experience from the mid 70s to the late 70s. Anything before or after that, I don't, I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not, not sure. Not sure. Yeah. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> Self proclaimed expert. Uh, I don't know. I think a lot of people would claim I'm an expert by now. 
claim, not proven. <laughs> Let's be very clear about this. It's claim. But if enough people claim, then I could say it's proven. <laughs> no, then you're just proclaimed. <laughs> well, you know what? I, I'll take that. Better be proclaimed than prolapsed. <laughs> All right. Particularly when it comes to your anus. Oh, yeah. Right? <laughs> anyway. Uh, so anyway, uh, Dolomite, he meets with the creeper. And we find out the creeper is a very drug-addicted man. He's trying to tell Dolomite who killed Dolomite's nephew. You know, but he's trying to get high. But then he is killed when two killers uh, bust in and they kill uh, the creeper. Dolomite kills the men and then is arrested by the two cops who just happened to show up. Yeah. Uh, a different cop uh, visits the reverend. And that is our next clip. It's the police. Okay, I'm coming. It's about time. Just shut up and hide your black ass. Be right there. Don't you curse me, Piper. Police officer, Evan. Yeah, yes, I know. Right here. I want to ask you a few questions. Maybe you can help clear up a few things for me. At your service. Two white police officers came by to see you, right? That's right. What did they want? They were looking for dolomite and thought I had seen him. Why would they uh, look for dolomite here? You know, I thought about that myself. Snyder, you know Willie Green? <laughs> oh, I see him around. Now and then. Well, I'm going to give you a chance to level with me, Reverend. Who do you work for, Willie Green or dolomite? I work for nobody but the Lord. Because he said, blessed are the pure in heart. Amen! Are you pure at heart, Reverend? Yes, sir, I am. Amen! Hallelujah! Then why are you hiding that broad in the back room? What you talking about, brother? The truth shall make you free! Will you listen to me, you free preacher son of a bitch? Now I'm tired of your shit. And let me tell you one thing. When this shit hits the fan, Reverend, you're gonna be dead down the middle. And I'm coming after you. I like that the Reverend was in bed with Queen Bee. Well, yeah. I mean, come on, man. What are you going to do? Well, uh, Reverends are pretty much every bit as corrupt and weird and twisted as I would say that the police are, so. Damn. Yeah. Especially the Catholic priest, particularly in fucking Pennsylvania. Is there anybody who isn't corrupt to you? Uh, people who have no authority or power. So us. <laughs> yeah, because we have no ability to become corrupt. Say, I say we're, we're we're pretty corrupted morally. Well, yeah, you can be morally. We're morally bankrupt. We're yeah, not there you go. We're morally bankrupt. That's. <laughs> We have that no sounds, other opportunities. That sounds better. I'm bankrupt in a lot of ways. Uh, <laughs> yeah, fair enough. We then cut to another scene uh, where uh, like, it seems to be all the girls are together. One girl complains to Queen Bee that another girl is stealing. And Queen Bee comes and just goes, confronts the other girl, says, give me the money. And she has to give up all the money. And then he kicks, she kicks her out. So, okay. Uh, <laughs> that happened. And um, that other cop uh, that visited the Reverend, we see him. He visits Dole. Dolomite. Uh, he starts asking Dolomite like different questions, like about what's going on on the streets, all that. Dolomite is not very forthcoming with the answers because even though this other cop is also African American, he is also a cop. 
which means Dolomite probably doesn't have the most trust in him of all time. Justifiably so. It's not like cops have really treated Dolomite all that fairly in the past. That is true. And once again, Dolomite is freed. So let's do the score at home. Dolomite literally killed two men, Uh was arrested for those murders, Yep. and now is free on the streets. Yeah. Fucking A, I love this country. (laughs) Self-defense, dude. Yeah, that is true. It was self-defense. They were trying to murder him. Yep. Yep. Nice. Anyway. And he's working with the police. Yeah, I mean, come on. Yeah, he's technically- He's probably in the same jail where the warden let him out anyway. He's like fucking James Bond. Like He has a license to kill. Kind of, because, I mean, he's got room to work to clear his name and also eliminate the drugs that are on the streets. But, I mean, Dolomite has a license to kill, but he's not going to be killing anybody unless they try to kill him. Yeah, but it seems he's, he's a very much a, he doesn't, he's not very proactive in his violence. You can tell Dolomite rather be a lover than a fighter, but if he has to fight, he will. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, uh, he is picked up by Pinky. I believe Pinky was the thief. And I also believe Pinky was the girl who left the family to go work for Willie Green. I think that's the case. Yeah. Yes. And he brought her back. So anyway, she was also the thief. Uh, we have a very weird sex scene, the way it was cut. Once again, <laughs> like you said, not very, not, not professionally done. It feels like a lot of the stuff was just he, shot and assembled. He, and he looks it. like he's getting ready. To, they're laying in bed. He looks like he's going to embrace her. Then they're back apart. And it looks like he's going to embrace her again in the same way. Yeah. It, it, like it skipped or something. Yeah. Yeah. There's something going on with the editing in this in particular. You're not wrong. Yeah. Um. And that leads to a, what I would probably call kind of an uncomfortable sexual encounter. And that's our next clip. You know, you're still the best man that I know in bed. What about Willie Green? Shit, he ain't saying it. You know, you're the only man that really blows my mind. Did you bail me out of jail just to tell me this? Well, now I must admit that that was part of it. What was the other part? Oh, baby, you know I'm still in love with you. Tanky, huh? why did you leave Queen Bee when I was sent to prison? Now, you know how lonesome I get without you. But I decided I should start doing something with my life. From the looks of things, you've done pretty well. Well, what do you mean by that? Whoever bailed me out had been sticking pretty good. I guess they bailed me out so they could take a crack shot at my ass. You know, you're such a bitch. You don't even trust your own mother. Since you wanted my love, I'm going to give you a fucking you'll never forget. Yeah, nice rape. That's rape. That's what rape is. (laughs) That's rape. That's a raping. Our hero is no longer a hero from doing this. No, 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 that's that's gross. Yeah, that was bad. That was real bad. (sighs) If they had this thing where that's like, you know, this kind of sexualized violent encounter is their thing and they have a safe word or whatever, then maybe. But the movie doesn't give us enough to know that this is something she's okay with. Like I said, there's no nothing other than that. It looks like it's establishing that he is using sexualized violence in a way to punish her. Like it's punishment, quote unquote, punishment sex. You just called me a bitch and said, you know, I wouldn't trust my own mom. Um, so somehow that's a clip. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> right. No, he's trying to prove a point. Yeah. He's trying to establish dominance and he's using sexualized violence to do it, which is rape. Yes. Pure and simple. Of course. Yeah. Uh, we have a phone call and we see Dolomite tell someone to go grab the key. The uh, key. The key. That's all he says is the key. And uh-huh. I go, okay. And then the scene cuts away and I go, I guess I'm not getting any more of that conversation. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> that was a nice five second scene. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Movie, I want to know what's going on. You've got me in intrigued but you're giving me nothing here <laughs> every time i try to get interested movie you pull away <laughs> <laughs> why can't you commit movie <laughs> i'm trying to connect with you Dolomite. Dolomite. Right? Anyway, one of the girls from the club shows up, and she gives Dolomite the keys. And then we assume, okay, that's who he was talking. Dolomite! Dolomite! 
Yes. I feel like I'm not hitting that enough during this review. Exactly, right? He walks into his, uh, what we assume now is his former club, and he goes into a room. All the while, these goons are like following him, Willie's goons, and they're just yelling at him. Nobody's actually doing anything. They're just like, you can't go in there. All right, you better not go in that room. All right, well, fine. You're going in the room. Well, you better not tear up that carpet. Okay, you're, t- you're, you're tearing up the carpet. All right, but you better not open up whatever's in there. I swear, you talk shit to me seven or eight more times. And- <laughs> Listen, all right, all right, you found the cash in there. You better not remove that cash. Okay, you remove the cash. Fine, you remove the cash. You better not give it to me and tell me that now you've paid. Okay, you just gave it to me and now you paid. You better not leave here. Fuck. <laughs> that is kind of the gist of this scene. I mean, that whole thing, man. The guy keeps talking to him. And he just ignores him, and uh, he said uh, he tells the goons after he throws the money on the table that Willie has 24 hours to move out, and the twenty the first 23 are gone. I love that. Yes, you got 24 hours to get the fuck out of here, and 23 of them are already gone. And then he whoops some ass, and then he leaves, and then special kung fu. Dolomite style. Do- I call it dofu. Dofu? Dofu. Dofu. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, then Willie comes in questioning the guy, and the guy's like, he had like 10 men, and they beat the crap out of us, and then Willie beats the crap out of that guy for lying to him and said, if you lie to me again, I'll kill you. <laughs> Can we just go back up a little bit and yeah. talk about... Uh- Dolomite! Dolomite. Of his, course. His fighting style. Yes. You notice he can't kick above the knee. He can't kick above the knee. Um, when he punches, it's it's like um, it, it's like seeing a guy with a broken arm and both your arms are in like the sling thing, that, but stuck <laughs> in the air. You yeah. know, so there you have the poles. You're stuck in uh-huh. the air, but you like maybe you're moving your waist. It looks like that. You know what it looks like to me? Huh. You remember that He-Man action figure that had the twist waist that it would uh, do the bang punch where it used the bang yes. snaps in yes. the back? Yes. That's exactly his punching style is that thing where he yes. twists at the torso and the punch is just right there and that's it. And all the guys he punching are remind me of the He-Man figures where if you tap their chest, the they, they get yeah. the battle wounds. Yeah. You know, and they would like, you know, yeah. cycle through. Yeah. yeah. That's, oh yeah. I think maybe they all owned He-Man toys at one point. Made before the, He-Man. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. But maybe the people who made maybe He-Man, He-Man toys watched Dolomite <laughs> and said, fuck, we have our action figures. <laughs> this is how we're going to do it, folks. Queen Bee and Dolomite, they uh, check out our Kung Fu web. Women uh, training, and that is our next clip. Yes, you is. This is where the girls are. Yeah! Now, yeah! here's your girls. What you think about yeah. I'll tell you one thing, hey. Queen Bee. I wouldn't want to tangle with those tigers. Well, that must mean that they're kind of rough, right? They're good enough for me. This ain't nothing. You ought to see them when they really wake up. Chow, chow, chow. Get out. They may have to work out sooner than you think. You must be on to something big. Queen Bee, I took the club back from Willie Green, and he's mighty damn sore about it. Now, how did you manage to do that? We owe him $50,000. Not anymore. Where did you get the money from? Queen Bee, it's one thing that I learned when I was around 15 years old, that if I ever went to prison, it would be for something big. And I promised myself that when I got out, I'd never be broke again. So I paid Willie Green every damn cent I owe him. Last dismissed. Let's go and talk to the girls. Okay. Okay, girl. Turn around now. Don't nobody want to talk to you. Girls, we have our club back. But there will be problems. We'll have problems from the blacks and the whites. But from the demonstration that I saw out on the floor a few minutes ago, I know damn well we can handle it. Right on. Yeah. Girls, we're going to give one of the damnedest parties this city has ever seen. 
Queen Bee is going to send out invitations to all of our friends and associates from all over the country. And I'm going to let them know that Dolomite is back on the scene. I'm going to let them know that Dolomite is my name and fucking up motherfuckers is my game. <laughs> Girls, I want you to go home and get yourselves together. And I'll see you at the club tomorrow. Can you dig it? So when I made the... Dolomite... Dolomite. I took it right out of that part where he says, I'm going to let him know that Dolomite is my name and fucking up motherfuckers is my game. Yeah, right. We come to now a party for the mayor. And uh, as everyone's partying, is that Queen Bee also there? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Because the mayor's like, hiring other stuff. And I think the mayor actually is into Queen Bee. I think she's yeah, actually. Maybe. And she says, no one's done more for black people in the community than this mayor. A very short, balding white dude. So I'm going to say she's probably putting on a show for that. Uh, I, I think what she's saying saying there is essentially the same thing as what we say when we say that no one is more qualified than the, you than to me. do yeah, black be, exploitation of films. being very facetious. <laughs> yeah, I think that's, it's, it's a very well, wait, I'm not, when I'm talking about me, I'm being very serious. No <laughs> one is better than me to talk about the black experience from 1975 to 1979. You better be being facetious because <laughs> if you really felt that way, I'd have to slap the shit out of you. Oh, shit, right? <laughs> Shut up, man. Just stay with the bit for fucking like three I minutes. I can't. You know me. I'm always <laughs> racing to ruin the bit. I know. Holy shit. <laughs> Which in and of itself is a bit. So we're yeah. like we're like an inception with bits right now. Yeah, right. If we're in a bit inside of a bit inside of another bit. That's the show. We're in a bit that's in a bit that's inside of another bit. That's like three more bits. If you can't follow that, it's because Inception was a stupid fucking movie. Ooh, yeah. I didn't even watch it. Fuck it was that movie. purposely designed to make you feel dumb. Really? <laughs> yeah. Fuck those assholes. <laughs> Fuck that movie. Oh, my God. Anyway. So um, as everyone's partying, Willie shows up and kind of muscles his way inside the house. Uh, the mayor goes to talk to Willie, and that is our next clip. Don't you know better than to come to my home? I transact business in my office. Now, what do you want? This is something that can't wait for no damn office. There's trouble at the fourth ward. Trouble? What kind of trouble? Something that I'm not going to take the burnt end for. Well, all right, spill it. Dolomite just got out of jail, and he's causing problems in my club. Now, you know Dolomite. Once he gets on your back, it's hard to get him off. Now, Willie, you don't have to worry about him. Look, I know he's back. In fact, I had him bailed out so that I could hit him whenever we're ready. So just get on back to the club. You just keep the blacks together. You just keep things moving. You know what I mean. You got I'll it. take care of that Dolomite. Mitchell. Listen, take care, right? Keep my name clean. And Mitchell, listen, I don't like Willie Green. I don't want him coming here anymore. Uh, it sounds pretty ominous for Mr. Willie Green. Yeah, he's probably overstayed his welcome with the people that have left him in power, including the mayor. Yes. Uh, well, anyway, uh, the Rev calls Dolomite. Dolomite! Dolomite! It says he has some information for him for $500. Well, he only gets $200 from Dolomite. Dolomite! Dolomite! The Rev tells Dolomite to go to the docks, and this will help him find out who set him up and who is behind Willie being in power. Uh, and then we see a bunch of guys with guns and caskets who, you know, they were all pretending to be dead. Then they come out with the guns, you know, in case Dolomite decided to try to get rough with the Reverend. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably kind of cool, actually. Yeah, that was actually not a half bad idea. Way to go, Rev. <laughs> uh, Dolomite goes to the docks, uh, and they find, like, a shit ton of coke, and and all the canisters. Yeah. So 
I felt he like was the, dressed like Super Mario Brothers in yes, that, that and fucking I, And I really felt like the scene should be more like how the Rev built it up. Like, yeah. oh, you're going to find all the answers. Uh-huh. They literally find Coke and that's it. Yeah. And there's no like over talk either. Like, oh, this Coke is in canisters that were signed by the mayor. Oh, it's the mayor. I knew it. it it's they literally find Coke and that's your fucking scene. Yeah. I just realized you haven't talked a lot about the hamburger pimp yet. And he's a big part of this. The hamburger pimp? Yeah. You mean the creeper? Yeah. Well, hamburger pimp. He calls himself the hamburger pimp. Yeah. Well, point, he yeah. died earlier. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I gave him as much thought as I possibly could because this movie didn't give him a lot of thought. He does have one of the really, one of the best lines. I'm a little disappointed we didn't get a clip of that. All right. Yeah, I'm so bad. I kick my own ass twice a day. You ain't saying nothing. Shit, yeah, you right. ain't saying nothing. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, we need to mention that. I feel remiss right. that we haven't talked about all that. All right. Well, we can punch that in later. <laughs> no, we're just going to leave it right here. Right here? Yeah. I didn't feel like it was all that important. Maybe wow. that line was all right, but oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, I, that that whole entire scene really. Your Doug Kenny thing is getting really? really. Yeah, that's a that's pretty famous shit right there. Uh, fucking dude, it was so <laughs> quick. I don't know. <laughs> You're used to your wife saying that to you. Yeah. <laughs> oh great, now I'm erect. All right. Anyway. <laughs> Thinking about how you can disappoint a woman quicker than anyone else. Oh fuck yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's something to be proud of, but okay. I never said I was proud, but I'm excited to do it. <laughs> There's enough time for tears afterwards. <laughs> In the immortal words of Pinhead, no tears, please. It's a waste of good suffering. Yeah, right. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I, I suppose that was good stuff. Once again, it was so quick for me. A lot of stuff I felt should be really good in this movie uh-huh. wasn't. Wow. Yeah. All right, well, let's save that for the, the end segment. Okay. Let's keep going. We're right. almost through it anyway. So anyway, uh, we're at uh, party time uh, at the Excellent. club. Yeah, it's a great party. Uh, fantastic dance number. Uh, Willie shows up at the club with his uh, group. Um, Yeah, there are a bunch of dancers. Dolomite comes out, and Dolomite does another one of his famous uh, spoken words, and that is our final clip. Way down in the jungle deep, the lion stepped on the signifying monkey's feet. The monkey said, motherfucker, can't you see? You're standing on my goddamn feet. The monkey lived in the jungle in an old oak tree. Bullshit in the lion every day in the week. Every day before the sun go down, that llama kick his ass all through the jungle town. But the monkey got wise and started using his wit. Start saying, I'm going to put a stop to this old ass-kicking shit. So he ran up on the line the very next day. He said, oh, Mr. Lion, there's a big bad motherfucker coming your way. And he's somebody that you don't know. He just broke a loose from Ringland Brothers show. Said he talked about your people in a hell of a way. He talked about your people till my hair turned gray. So Mr. Lion, you know that ain't right. So whenever you run up on the elephant, I want you to be ready to fight. The lion jumped up in a hell of a rage, like a young man smoking some game. He ran up on the elephant, talking to the swine. He said, all right, you big, bad motherfucker, it's going to be your ass or mine. The lion jumped up and made a fancy pass, but the elephant sidestepped him and knocked him dead on his ass. He fucked up his jaw, messed up his face. Broke all four legs and knocked his ass out of place. They fought all night and all the next day. Somehow, the little lion managed to get away. He drug his ass back to the jungle more dead and alive. Just to run into that little monkey and some more of his signifying jive. The little monkey said, look here, partner, you don't look so swell. Look like to me you caught a whole lot of hell. Said your eyes is red and your ass is blue. 
that I knew in the first place it wasn't shit to you. That I told my wife before you left, I shoulda whooped your ass my motherfucking self. Shut up, don't you roar, cause I'll jump out of this tree and whoop your dog ass some more. And don't look up here with your sucker paw case, cause I'll piss through the bark of this tree in your motherfucking face. The little monkey got half and started jumping up in his down. His feet missed the limb and his ass hit the ground. Like a ball of lightning and a streak of white heat. That lion was on his ass with all four feet. Dust rose and tears came in the little monkey's eyes. Nothing he could see and nothing he could hear. But he knew that was the end of his bullshit and signifying career. And signifying career. Well done. We were talking about how he did like a little stand-up routine that yeah. was like a story rap or whatever that mm-hmm. had comedic elements to yeah. it. This is a perfect example of what I feel that might have been like where he had a backing band while he did it. Well, reading about it, he got his inspiration to do this movie and the Dolomite character from his stand-up. Yeah. Yeah. I think Dolomite was a character he made while doing stand-up. He well, played this Dolomite character on stage and then he converts this into a movie. Yeah, I could definitely see that where he somehow got the funding to be able to create a movie based on this and then he just surrounded himself with people to be able to make it. Yeah. And a lot of these movies, the Rudy Ray Moore films are centered around his personality and his charisma. Yeah. Which is the only professional thing in the whole entire film is Rudy Ray Moore's personality and charisma. Yes. And when he goes on his rants and his raps, everything else around the film is like pretty much non-actors and non-editors and stuff. You don't need it. You're all focused on him at that point. So. Yeah. You forgive a lot of shit just because he's on screen. The the scenes that suffer are the ones where he's not there. His scenes are good. Yeah. It's the stuff without him that's we're rough. Al- we're almost at that area. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> Willie, uh, well, Willie then meets with Dolomite later and offers him a partnership where Willie would take care of like the business and all that, and Willie would be in charge of making sure the heat stays off. Well, that's a fuck no. So then we start a big fight. It's a bar clearing, club clearing fight where Willie's gang goes up against Dolomite and his kung fu women and his even his kung fu fucking chef. His chef knows kung fu too. Everyone knows kung fu in Dolomite's club. So, uh, we get a lot of the, I like the, uh, we get some cool shit in this fight. Number one, we get a really cool, uh, the chef throws burning water, boiling water on a guy's face and you kind of get a cool little effect on his face and then it seems like he starts cooking him on the fryer or something. He starts pushing his head on there. Yeah. That's kind of cool. And then we get some of the fights. You get the knife lady who cut that guy's dick off earlier. She starts cutting guys up, fucking them up. Uh, A lot of anger in that one. Yeah. Seems like a girl I could relate to. The rest of it, like the Dolomite versus Willie scene, Dolomite just happened to turn off the light and then we get some really, I mean, even with the lights off, it's some pretty horrific choreographed fighting. Um, and all that. At one point, Dolomite does get shot, but then punches Willie so hard in the stomach that he actually kills Willie, and he, like, you know, fucking almost stabs him in the stomach with his fist. It's supposed to be, like, a, a heart palm yeah. exploding technique kind of thing, but he hits him in the belly. Yeah. We covered this on OCD. It was one of, the, I think it was the first episode we did on Obsessive Cinema Discourse, uh-huh. and that was one of the things that Boz went nuts for. Yeah. I, I forget what he called it. I think he called it the belly rub of death or something. Yeah, something like that. For, Wasn't it bad 
effect after he pulled his hand away. Yeah. Kind of cool for, for the 70s. Yeah. And did you notice the gun wound where he got shot went away? Yes, during exactly. During some of that scene Yes, stuff? yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, other than that, all the other fights between various other characters were just bad choreographed kung fu. None of it very good. It is really cool to see a bunch of ladies beating the shit out of what's supposed to be that's bad cool gangsters. That's cool because, I mean, that's Even back if the choreography this, is bad, yeah, it's still it, pretty That's cool. back in the 70s when, you know, women weren't given the most powerful roles. So, right. I mean, that was cool to see. Well, these are Dolomites girls, so yes. they're gonna be badass. Yeah, I mean, they're all, they all know Kung Fu. Yeah, and that one that has a lot of anger that likes to cut pieces off of men. Yeah, right. <laughs> like well, I said, girl I could relate to. That uh, same uh, African-American police officer shows up and sees Willie, and he's like, Jesus. And so he blows Willie away to put him out of his fucking misery. Yeah, because Willie's not happy. Yes. He's had parts of him removed. <laughs> and then Yeah, and then he goes, all right, it's time to, they want to get Dolomite into the, uh, to the hospital, and the cop also has an idea to draw out the people who have set all this up and, and propped up Willie. So anyway, then we cut to the mayor is having a threesome with his wife and a uh, an African-American woman. I thought that was Queen B. No. That's not Queen B? No, it was not Queen B. Oh, okay. No, it was, he was with his wife and another woman. It was one of Dolomite's girls, though. Yeah, it was one of Dolomite's girls. That's why and, I thought it was Queen B, because she seems yeah. to be showing up in a lot of the stuff that Dolomite needs taken care of. Yeah, no, this one definitely wasn't the Queen B, though. Okay. Uh, anyway, he gets a phone call, and uh, and he the call is about the fight and the, what happened at the club, and uh, so he, he kind of runs off into a bathroom and makes another call. We see a lot more of the mayor than we really need to here. To, uh, <laughs> yeah, the small truth gets known real yeah, fast. Yeah, this is not helpful. But hey, props to this actor for being brave enough to do it. <laughs> he props to your bravery, pal. Yeah, thanks for hanging out the twig and berries for the rest of us to feel better about the size of our own. Yeah, right? Because it really definitely did. Helped out. Helped yeah. out big time. I felt better about myself. My confidence went through the roof after this scene. I did. I almost looked people in the eye the next day. <laughs> almost. I'm not nutty here. I'm not crazy. <laughs> you I, felt like at some point in it, your life you could possibly yes. look someone in the eye for that. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It possibly might happen. I almost, almost walked upright instead of hunched over like I usually do. <laughs> My spine had never felt such a way with my chest puffed out. <laughs> For a brief moment, you were more Hank Scorpio and less Homer Simpson. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> anyway, he makes another call, and he finds out where Dolomite is. Then he makes a hit. The other woman who works for Dolomite then threatens the mayor with a gun. Now, she does a way too much talking, because she should just be killing the mayor here. <laughs> she does way too much talking about threatening him, and he's way too much like, don't, don't. And I'm like, you want to kill him anyway? Just fucking kill What are you fucking waiting for? <laughs> just shoot him. Yeah. Well, anyway, his wife gets a hold of the girl. They fight, and she kills the mayor's wife in the shower, and then she, in turn, is killed by the mayor. The mayor gets her to the ground and chokes her to death, so yeah. that happened. Sometimes you have to pay extra for that kind of action. Usually in Vegas. <laughs> Usually. <laughs> Not that we know for a fact that you have to pay a lot of money to kill hookers in Vegas. Have you ever been to Amsterdam? The dollar does not convert well anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's an anarchy I can run. Yeah. No, you can't. Oh. <laughs> 
Paul, won't do this again. No, but there is honor in street fighting. Sure. As soon as I can run an anarchy. All right, fine. I can. I, that's something I could, it, we that's could adjust. one of the rules I'll lay down when I'm in charge of an anarchy. I'll say there must be honor in street fighting. All right, now I can get behind you running anarchy. <laughs> See, it's all quid pro quo here. All right, so if I support that, you'll get behind me being an anarchy, and then I'll support it. So there yeah, we go. There you go. This is how politicians get made. Pretty much. Just shitty compromises. Are we lobbyists sense. now? <laughs> I think we just became them. Oh. All right. <laughs> Let me throw a bunch of money your way to see it my way. <laughs> and I'll throw it back at you to see it my way. We're going to make this happen. All right. Uh, the other cop helping Dolomite is, in fact, the, as you probably guessed by now, the Fed, who is the super secret uh, FBI agent who no one was supposed to know about. Uh, well, he gets into a car chase with the mayor, is able to crash him, and then shoot the mayor dead. I don't see how all of this stuff that happens after Dolomite's final showdown. Yeah. Like, it feels like the movie should have ended with Dolomite surviving that, yeah. and yet it still keeps going. It does. Um, the car chase, nothing special about it. Um, sort of reminds me of uh, the, what was the movie? Nurse West? Sherry. Yes, Nurse <laughs> that Sherry, car, that yeah. car chase. It, it heavily reminded me of that. And like when they were running out of money on Rockford Files and they would just have the guys chasing each other, but no cars would actually touch. Yes. And they would just kind of go on a road together at each yeah, other. that's what or happened those, those extended scenes in Mitchell. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't anybody do that with Mitchell, Joel? What, the car chase? They needed to pad the film. That's yeah. why. <laughs> anyway, so the mayor's now dead. Uh, once again, kind of forgettable scene for, for such an evil character that's being done away with. Your logical climax of the film would be the mayor dies, then Willie Green gets bold and goes after. Like, they, See, it's out then, of order. Yeah, they're yeah. out of order. Yeah. yeah. If the mayor would have died and then Willie Green's like, oh my God, you know, I don't have a puppet master over me. I can run everything. No Just strings t- on me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, the uh, Fed helps set up the hitman coming after Dolomite. Uh, the nurse gives them the wrong room number, and when the goons go in to take out Dolomite, they are taken out by both Dolomite and the Fed. Dolomite just gets into a pissed-off fucking beating the shit out of him with one arm. Yeah. Because his other arm's in a sling from being shot. Yeah. It would have uh, been cool to see him actually like hit him, hit them with his cast. Yes, right. You know, or something along those lines, it, but, but he got never, shot, he didn't yeah. get his arm broke. But it would have been cooler if he would have got shot in the arm and they had to cast it because the bone got broke. Or even and if he was fighting f- with Willie, because apparently Willie also knew Kung Fu, and somehow his arm got broken while in the fight. Yeah. You know, then that would have been cool, because he had had a cast on it. And- or or he's handcuffed, and Willie's got the advantage because he's handcuffed yeah. down, like the girl was working with Willie or whatever. Yeah, exactly. And then he has to break his thumb to get out of the handcuff and then beat Willie's ass and kill him. Yeah. And then his hand's all in the cast, and then he's beating that motherfucker with the cast. Yeah, anyway, any number of ways you could have made this a lot cooler than it was. But what we got was really a close-up of uh, Dolomite's face looking really pissed off while he moves his free arm and we are just to imagine how he's beating the shit out of these hitmen. It still works though. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, if you are into Rudy Ray Moore's charisma, it works for you. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so it works for me. There you go. You might be a little blinded. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to deny that I have way too much love for Rudy Ray Moore. <laughs> um, at this point, the two dirty cops show up and they're getting ready to arrest Dolomite again. How do I differentiate the dirty cops from a different type? Shut up. <laughs> oh, sorry. Okay. Uh, the two dirty cops show up. They are then also arrested by the Fed, and the two uh, uniformed officers do the arresting are two uh, African-American cops arresting the two white dirty cops. It's a great little scene at the end. Yeah, again, yeah. you have that feeling where it's a, a middle finger to the establishment and the white racial bias that's going on in this world. Yep, yeah. and then the movie ends. Roll credits. 
That's our new break sign. Nice. <laughs> I like it. It's almost like Knight Rider. <laughs> uh, I was going for the synthesized yeah. porn soundtracks of the late 70s, early 80s. Yeah. Like, particularly I, I mean, the, rough there, ones, it, that, the rough ones. And yeah. that was kind of like what Knight Rider's theme song was. Yeah, it did have a little bit of a roughy porn theme to it. Yeah. Yeah. Other thing that kind of, not a lot, but kind of reminds me of is Jake the Snake's beginning theme song in the WWF. I'll take that. Yeah. Yeah, because that's kind of what that theme music was, too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Back then. (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, um, I get what you mean by uh, uh, Dolomites. Dolomites. Dolomite. Charisma, the 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 actor comedian who plays him is really good. Yeah, Rudy Ray Moore really. Keeps Rudy Ray Moore is screen. really good. Rudy yeah. is very good, and that's it. <laughs> When he's doing his little spiel or he's talking to people and he's allowed to riff yeah. and it feels like he's improvising and everybody else is just trying to be a support to yes. what he's doing there. It's good. Yeah, that stuff is great. It's everything else. And Willie Green. Anything with Willie Green's good too. Because he's like, an actual actor. Yeah, he's good at what yeah, he does. He's good yeah. at what he does. So yeah. I like that. It, um uh the I and I'm sad I don't know his name. I just call I kept calling him. I don't even know if we ever got his name in the movie, but the African American uh, FBI agent. Yeah. I liked him too. He wasn't bad, yeah. He wasn't bad, and the Reverend. I like the Reverend. Yeah. The Reverend played up. I don't know if he was professional or not, but if they just told him to let loose, he he did it. So yeah. at least it was entertaining. Yeah. Everything else was painful to watch. I mean, <laughs> if if one of those characters weren't in the scene, it was painful. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff to this movie that makes it really rough. Like, and... the mayor, yeah. while I thought he was a good swarmy character, and he looked the part, uh-huh. whenever he talked on the phone, it legit annoyed me. Because he'd go, hey, I got a job for you. I just want you to, I want you to do this. How dare you come to my house? Yeah. Well, and he would talk loud and then go real soft like he was just calling a, like a 1-900 number. He's a precursor to fucking Christopher Tell Walken. Tell me what you do to feet. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, yeah, so I'm sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, I mean, the Rudy Ray Moore films, you have to go into them expecting basically this. Okay. They're not good. There's parts of them that you're going to be kind of bored, but when it's good, it's so fucking good, you kind of forgive everything else. I got you. See, I loved Black Caesar. That was actually a well-done overall film. Yes. And Rudy Ray Moore is on a different level. But now that I know, like, because I know we're going to do more of them. Yeah. Now that I know what I'm in for, Uh I'm thinking I'll enjoy the others more. I think if you go home after this review and if yeah. you just watch Dolomite, like, you know, if you're going to Without just... doing the critical yeah. eye of taking yeah, notes. absolutely. What, I can, I will agree with you on that. Yeah. And in fact, I thought that while watching it. I'm like, you know, I'd probably enjoy this a shit lot more if I weren't like taking notes, yeah. worrying about clips. Because there's I was a just, lot of stuff where you can just laugh if about I was, the boom mics and all that stuff. Yeah. But if you're taking notes, you're like, Jesus fucking Christ, if what I was am just, I going to talk about? Yeah, if I could just kick back with a beer uh-huh. or uh, a couple of uh, marijuana shots into the dick um clip clip that would have that it'd be a fun time watching that movie i'd probably fucking just have grin ear to ear going this is fucking great like <laughs> i can attest that rudy ray moore films on illicit substances are a shitload of fun like fuck those white guys <laughs> clip clip <laughs> what do you think about cinema psyops play your clip <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> those white guys thank you <laughs> uh we should do that after every uh, any uh, any uh, previews for shows we run or any advertisements for shows we run? <laughs> That's the clip. Right? Fuck those white guys. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, but I, this is a very, it's his first film. This is the first in. one? This is the very first one that he's in. Do, is there like minor improvements as we go along? I, you know what? Don't ruin it for me. Yeah. I don't, no, no, let's not do yeah. that because I'm doing all the reviews. Don't don't ruin yeah. that so I can make that. There's I can f- make that. To, that's part of what I'm going to do now with all mm-hmm. the Rudy films I'm going to be doing now. I'm going to see if they, like, are we doing them in order? Yeah, we're going to do them in release order, yes. Okay, so then I'm going to see how improved each one gets or maybe not so improved. Yeah. <laughs> but now I know what I'm going into. I'm sure my reviews are going to be a little bit more glowing. I would assume so. And um, I really don't have anything super positive to say about Dolomite. This is not my favorite of the Rudy Ray Moore films. Mm-hmm. Are all his character Dolomite? Is it like a Dolomite saga or does he play other characters? <sighs> oh, don't, you don't want to tell me? Don't tell me. Uh, <sighs> don't ruin it. All of his characters are Dolomite, kind of, but they have different names. I got gotcha. you. Sort of. So it's the same character. Yeah. Different names. Yeah, and it's varying degrees. Some of his characters are more kind-hearted than what Dolomite is, but mostly he plays the smooth pimp who loves the pussy. Are you Dolomite? No, I'm Dolomiter. <laughs> are you Dolomite? No, I'm Vegemite. Vegemite. <laughs> That's for the uh, England show, or no, the Australian showing of the Dolomite series. Further south and straight on till morning. In the never never. But I am I am with you on his charisma is fucking lightning man it yeah. is really good and all the his spoken words because when he started him and i'm like okay i'll make this a clip it's probably gonna be fucking hilariously bad we're really good actually i mean i'm yeah. like they're the best part of the fucking film i'm like if he came up with all those on his own that's really fucking good man that's a sign of a creative guy i don't know a hundred percent or sure about this this is just something that i've always felt i always got the feeling that rudy ray moore was just good at coming up with shit like that off the cuff like he just riffed it like, that? i don't even think he needed to write it. I think he knew an idea of where he wanted to go, and he knew what kind of rhyming scheme he wanted to use. Because his rhyming couplets, and I can't believe I'm putting it that way, (laughs) but his rhyming couplets don't even really like, they're not even really all that impressive. They're very rudimentary. Yeah. So it's rudimentary rhyming couplets from Rudy Ray Moore. That's somehow kind of alliteration there. Yeah, something's going on there. Uh, But even though those rhyming couplets are kind of rudimentary, they don't even really need to be there because like what he's saying and the gravity of the way he's telling the story and the charisma that he has is when he's doing it. It just comes across and just fucking kicks your ass and is really cool. Yeah. And I would say that just watching those parts of the films is very entertaining. Even if you just kind of like start fast forwarding over the slower parts the next time you watch Let it. Let me say this. You're uh, going to have fun with it. For everyone listening, if you're not having the doom notes and have a critical eye of a movie, you're going to have a fun time with Dolomite. Oh, yeah. You're going to have a great time. Yeah. You're, 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 it's going to be fun. Don't expect a great movie. And no. actually, we're not going to probably do a lot of really quote unquote good movies this year. No, it's going <laughs> to be a lot of a lot of exploitation and sleaze because that's what's left in the stack oh my god (laughs) nothing but pure sleaze you're gonna be bathing in it people you will feel the scum Uh our tattered flag will fly (laughs) long may she sail (laughs) i'll never be as awesome as f13 no f13 pretty much fucking rolled that one off sexiest fucking voice in podcasting i came (laughs) (laughs) anything else you want to say before we move on to the news let's move on to the news all right we're gonna take a little break here we're gonna play a promo for another wonderful podcast that we fully support we're gonna have some more music from 
Through the mic. And when we come back, we will have some fucking psyop news. Hey, feeling down? Feeling low? Not enough podcasts about movies in your life? Why not try? They must be destroyed on sight. The new podcast cure-all. Sure to get you right with the world and on a path to better living. We have exploitation. We have Italian horror. We have zombies. We have slashers. We have crime films. We have spaghetti westerns. We even have sci-fi and sex comedies. So take a dose of... They must be destroyed on sight! As needed, and let the hosts, Lee Russell, Daniel Harper, Paul Romali, and the odd guest host, Cure What Ails Ya. Warning, may cause atrophy, African consumption, black fever, bone shave, chin puff, colic, cramp colic, dropsy of the brain, elephantitis, grocer's itch, jaundice, mania, miasma, mortification, palsy, pox disease, rheumatism, scurvy, St. Anthony's fire, summer complaint, and worm fit in some people. We don't have the funk. I got the funk. No, you don't. Yeah. You have no funk. The funk was left behind from an alien spaceship a long time ago. It was once possessed by Bootsy Collins, who was a lowly farmer before the funk showed up. And once... <laughs> I mean, are you saying you're funky? Because that's... Yeah. <laughs> I got the funk. I got the rhythm. <laughs> you know what I don't have, though, Matt? What's that? Give me some psyop news. Jerusalem Post. Jerusalem? Yeah, Post. And in what the news should be, I thought we took care of this fucking shit back in 1945. Yeah. Missouri Republican who said Hitler was right when state house primary. Corpse fucking. Yeah. I have nothing funny to say about this. Fuck this guy. Yeah. Fuck this guy. America's a bunch of cunts. We really are. Hold on. No. Fuck. Everything went dark on me again. Uh, America's a bunch of cunts. Blood jizz. Countdown to Bukaki. I volunteer for the Marilyn Monroe dress. It's crime scene sex. All right. Say sex with a dead thing. Corpse fucking. <laughs> a Missouri Republican who has made anti-Semitic and other bigoted statements handily won a primary for the state's House of Representatives. It's going to cost you some serious cock. Steve West who promotes anti-Semitic conspiracy theories on a radio show he hosts, defeated three other candidates Tuesday in a bid for a seat representing Clay County. He won with 49.5% of the vote. The second place finisher had 24.4%. It's micro-penis time. He said, quote, looking back in history, unfortunately, Hitler was right about what was taking place in Germany and who was behind it. Holy shit, I just got another clip from him. Oh, you motherfucker. I'm reading the news. (laughs) Neo-Nazis are pretty good people. You motherfucker. (laughs) 
Uh, Wes said on KCXL Radio in January 2017, the Kansas City Star reported on Thursday. And I'm going to fuck it to death. He has spoken of Jewish cabals that are harvesting baby parts from Planned Parenthood. This sounds like Alex Jones. Hey, bro, yeah. I can't uh, he's probably it. one of the same offshoots. Abuse children and control the Republican Party. West also has a YouTube channel on which he You're has made homophobic, anti-Semitic, Isla, uh, Islamophobic, and racist statements, according to the star. My what, HPV will cure what ails you. West will face, luckily he hasn't won the seat, so West will face Democratic incumbent John Carpenter in November. So Wait, hopefully, like, like John Carpenter? Uh, uh, no, J-O-N, not J-O-H-N. Oh, Sorry. I would so vote for John Carpenter Which, for any me public too, office. For everything. I would trust him to lead the way. That, can we call him Snake at that point? <laughs> that would be Kurt Russell. That, I know, but I mean, he, it was John Carpenter's I would, I idea. I trust Kurt Russell in public office, but I like John Carpenter's ideas, and I would subscribe to his newsletter. Yes. <laughs> uh, on Thursday, Day, the Missouri Republican Party denounced West's shocking and vile comments. It's like a sprinkler going off. <laughs> West, At least they're just fucking yeah. finally denouncing the Nazis in their midst. Yeah, West's abhorrent rhetoric has absolutely no place in the Missouri Republican Party or anywhere. This is we not wholeheartedly... the with which I am down. <laughs> We wholeheartedly condemn his comments, the party told the star. Really, there's a bunch more uh, horseshit. I just wanted that pointed out because people need to be aware that these assholes are, are winning shit or at least getting being given a shot to win shit and they need to be stopped. Neo-Nazis and, are pretty good people. Which is the real reason why you wanted to oh, do that story. Oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> anyway, or as people in Missouri say, I'm never going back to Missouri. <laughs> anyway, I'm a cunt. I'm a cunt. Necrophilia could be overlooked. Vagina smells like dead body. Yeah, America's a bunch of cunts. I'm a cunt. I'm a cunt. America's a bunch of cunts. Cunts. <laughs> uh, all right. And now our second story. Yeah, can we do something fun now yes. that you brought down the mood of the show, you piece of shit? Exactly. Uh, that's what I'm here for. Anyway, uh, as posted by Mr. Court Psyops on the I'm side of this table. Dick. Uh, from the Lincoln <laughs> Journal Star, naked man high on LSD, pees on security vehicle, fights officers in East Lincoln. Police can't say. pay you bail? Well, I could probably fix that for a blowy. <laughs> Uh, this is just 45 minutes away from us here at uh, uh, at the uh, home state city here. Depending upon how fast you drive, maybe less. Maybe less. Yeah. Uh, a naked man believed to be high on LSD peed on a security vehicle, got stunned with a taser, and fought officers at East Lincoln. I'm telling you, man, fucking LSD is a hell of a fucking drug. It's be able the to take a taser that shot? Well, that's, that's, it's the erection that counts. That's very true. <laughs> um, let's see. Just before midnight, a security guard in the State Farm Insurance parking lot near 84th and O Street saw the naked 18-year-old trespassing in the lot, Officer El- Angela Sand said. And there's a lot of weighing around. <laughs> <laughs> I, well I believe that was in her report. Yeah. The 29-year-old guard confronted the man who slapped him and then urinated on his vehicle, Sand said. Afraid of vaginas? Uh, when a police officer arrived, the man was still naked and he jumped on top of the police cruiser, she said. Hey, bro, I can't get it up. The naked man charged at the officer after he got out of his cruiser, so the officer shot him with his taser. That or they just had a bukkake mouth part. The taser's electrical <laughs> probes were ineffective and the man struggled with the officer punching him in the head and face. This is like traces of death fucked a porno. Probably. <laughs> uh, it took six police officers to detain the man who was then taken to a Lincoln hospital for a suspected LSD overdose and a pre-existing medical condition she said. You want to do a little ass play? Wait, she said that? Yes, and that was his pre-existing medical condition. <laughs> That's a pre-existing medical condition? Uh, read up in your insurance, motherfucker. It's micro penis time. That's also your pre-existing medical condition. <laughs> 
It's micro penis time. <laughs> Drop the humongous ball. <laughs> uh, I'm just a- scared, and the only cure for it is semen. <laughs> His arrest in connection with the struggle is pending is released from the hospital. Safe sex with a dead thing. So that was fun. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, that happened more? in fucking Lincoln, Lincoln man. man. He's probably a college kid who got uh, was dosed up with some bad shit. LSD is a hell of a drug, man. Apparently. Yeah. My HPV will cure what ails you. Here. It always comes back to dick. It really does. Christ, let's go lick some assholes. Why not? <laughs> We've done worse. <laughs> Yeah, like the report on fucking neo-Nazis and Nazis in general or Nazi sympathizers infiltrating our government. Yes. Well, you want another one? No, I don't want another story like that No, no, all. no, but another story for one of our adored listeners. Adored, huh? Adored. Oh. I adore this listener. You adore this listener, huh? I adore Mr. Chris Mounts. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to play favorites, but he kind of I, might be yours. I adore Chris Mounts <laughs> with every ounce of adoration I can give somebody I've never met. Is that because he's from Wisconsin? Part of it. Yeah. Another part you of it. Love, you should love Dan from uh, Corrupted Youth then and his kid Brennan. I do. They, they live in Wisconsin. Yep. So. But I, I give Chris a little bit more because he always gives me stories like this. <laughs> the disturbing dude tried him on teens. Butt chugging cough syrup. It's micro penis time. Drop the humongous bullet. <laughs> you want to do a little ass play? These kids probably do. <laughs> They're willing to butt chug uh, NyQuil. I mean, <laughs> anyway. Uh, this... Somehow that's a clip. Right. <laughs> anyway, this story comes from the provider. It's written by uh, Beatrice Sanchez. I always give a little credit to the writers when it sounds like this is not a typical news story, but more of an editorial piece. I hate anyway, a toddler. This is a story of two girls. Uh, they give their Twitter handles. I'm not going to list those out. Yeah, that's probably for the best. Yeah. Who captured the admiration of the internet when one of them posted the photo of the other butt-chugging cough syrup. Your <laughs> silicone penis budget is out of control. And as you can imagine, it went viral. <laughs> a girl gets terrified enough. The only thing that's going to solve that is a cock. Or NyQuil. I think I remember seeing that this was a while ago that this was making the rounds on social media where there was a photo of that happening and I actually remember kind of seeing that on the dank dark web oh you went to the dank dark web (laughs) I may have done some tour browsing Uh, and and tried to find things that would make me vomit I get like that sometimes (laughs) Jesus Christ man I got got issues you gotta get on the lab on a few (laughs) nights I'm just saying this place this place makes you nuttier than usual and that's not good sometimes you get curious about people butt chugging clip. (laughs) That's a good one. (laughs) Here's how it all went down. This past summer, uh, one girl visited the other in Oakland at a 4th of July party. They wanted to do something wild, so they came up with the idea of butt-chugging cough syrup. Pulling it just to pull it. That too. Uh, Though this type of things are usually done with a tampon, they thought it'd be cooler not to get a funnel and just put the bottle in one of their buttholes. Vagina smells like dead body. <laughs> However, not using a vessel for this experiment was harder than expected. Quote, when attempting, it became evident that the person would have to be upside down and someone else would have to hold the bottle. Not to mention, if you look at the bottle of NyQuil, who wants to insert the fucking end of that? Yeah, I, don't like, even, I don't even know if it was NyQuil. They just say cough syrup. You know, well, the, yeah, even just like cough syrup in general, yeah. which is usually patterned after like NyQuil or any of these other ones that people are doing the robo tripping thing. Yeah. The end of that has the threads on it to close the cap of the bottle on there. And just picturing that, like, I wouldn't want to insert any of that. And by the way, not for nothing, in this article that Chris has posted, there are pictures of the two girls. Uh Yeah, this is exactly the type of people. Like, if you saw them walking down the street, you go, I bet those people butt chug cough syrup. (laughs) (laughs) Clip. 
It's probably a clip. <laughs> so you just can tell just by looking at him? Hey, bro, okay. I can't get it up. I believe the, this is one of them. Uh, I'm not going to make any assumptions based on her looks. Okay. <laughs> you want to say it so bad? Because <laughs> horse sex is a thing. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, by the clip. <laughs> to make this happen, one of them did a handstand while a third friend helped hold the bottle into her butt. And then the other one uh, took photos and videotaped because that's something you do. I definitely have seen photos of this. Uh-huh. Somewhere on the deep, dang, deep dark deep web with the Tor browser. Tor web. Uh, <laughs> Using DuckDuckGo to search. <laughs> what, the other one had researched online about it and asked a nurse friend to recommend a safe dosage. 15 cows. But because of neither of these two girls drink alcohol. So they... Wait, hold on. <laughs> they this haven't is, even drank alcohol no. and they're just going to do this out of boredom? This is going to get really... This gets stranger. Anytime you're with Tom Atkins, you come. <laughs> <laughs> neither one of the two girls drink alcohol. Alcohol. They used a alcohol-free syrup, which thankfully made the whole ordeal a little bit safer. They they butt-chugged a alcohol-free uh, cough syrup. Cough syrup. Uh, they must not know a lot about robo-tripping then. I don't know, man. I, this, th- this is starting to feel like they bought a bottle of maple syrup <laughs> and tried to pass it off as cough syrup. Something. And they just decided to film themselves putting things into their butt. Uh, quote, it felt like I needed to have the runs, but I kept it in for about a half hour. <laughs> I don't even want to make that a clip. It's so disgusting. It's the greatest thing ever. I'm advocating corpse fucking here. That's the greatest piece of writing I've ever seen. Hey, bro, I can't get it up. <laughs> it did not make me feel inebriated at all. Well, it was alcohol free. Yeah. And we're back to dicks. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Oh, okay, so there you go. That was the uh, <laughs> oh, tears are good lube. <laughs> that's the that's the news. Fuck it, I can't I can't beat that last one. So. <laughs> You can, huh? Uh, well, I can't. I, I don't want to watch you beat off to the last one. So can I go, please? I bet you could beat it if you tried. Pulling it just to pull it. Well, probably. I mean, <laughs> all right, folks. We're gonna take one last break here. We're gonna play a promo for another podcast that I highly recommend. We're gonna have a little bit more music from Rudy Ray Moore's Dolomite. And when we come back, we will close out the first episode of Year Four. Hello, this is Rod Barnett, the host of The Bloody Pit, the podcast about a film from across the decade. On The Bloody Pit, we've covered Godzilla movies, Doctor Who movies starring Peter Cushing, The Outer Limits, Fu Manchu, Doc Savage, old radio shows, my favorite movies of all time, a Lucio Fulci film or two, 1970s science fiction movies, and a long series on the films of Italian maestro Antonio Margheriti. So if you're curious to learn a little bit about some of the Stranger areas of cult film and television. Join me and my rotating group of co-hosts on The Bloody Pit. You might even learn something about Coffin Joe. And that's scary, people. Very scary.
70s when a clav could be a funky instrument. <laughs> right? <laughs> All right. So I really got nothing else to say, man. I'm kind of tapped out. I'm really yeah. tired. I'm worn out. I'm fucking exhausted. <laughs> You've had enough as well, and we got nothing else to say. No. But we would absolutely love to ask you to support the show while you support the show. We still have our Teespring store open for those of you that have kind of slept on it. Uh, we were able to replace the main offending piece of equipment, but I'd like to be able to improve the sound and also kind of isolate Matt's booming fucking voice that comes through every goddamn mic, even the ones that aren't plugged in on this setup. I think there's a podcast that happens like six blocks away and I'm picked up on their mics too. <laughs> and they're trying to figure out what it is. It's like a Stranger Things thing only featuring your voice. Exactly. There's like a podcast on the other side of the globe that's still picking up your voice wondering for, what's going on. For some reason, there's a podcast about kittens and constantly the word cunt keeps coming across. <laughs> and they don't know why and and it's in your voice. they don't know what's going on. <laughs> That's our Teespring store, teespring.com forward slash stores forward slash cinema dash psyops. So much stuff besides t-shirts there now. We have cups, we have pillows, we Ooh. have like fucking rester things. Rest your head on cinema psyops. Stickers, all sorts of crazy shit. You need so. a pillow to go in between your legs while you sleep? Some people need that. Why not have it be cinema psyops Why between your legs? Why not cinema psyops between your legs while you sleep? <laughs> we will help you. We will support <laughs> you while you sleep. And of course, you know that you can find us on Legion Podcast. We are proud members of the Legion Podcast Network until they hear this episode. Mm-hmm. Legionpodcast.com forward slash cinema dash psyops. You know, you know what I'm really excited for for our merchandise is our bobbleheads that will be coming out. Uh, now, you may see a red light coming from the bobbleheads. That is not a camera. I just want you to know that there's no reason to even check it. I would so do bobbleheads if I could find somebody to fucking do them at a decent cost. Right? Yeah. All right. We got a Facebook group where you can post your alternative photography, your stop motion animation if you want to be like fancy. Uh-huh. Fancy's doing stop motion with action figures That's now. It's fucking amazing. And it's really fucking good. Uh, really good. For like just trying it out, man. He's really he's good fancy. at it. Yeah, well, it's fancy too. It's, it's, yeah, he's yeah. fancy. It's fancy. Yeah. Everything's fancy. You can post your articles for whatever possible PSYOP news that we have there. We're going to try and get to as many as we can during the episodes now because there's not going to be a lot to talk about in some of these movies. Yeah, we're going to be doing a lot more PSYOP news. So <laughs> make sure you find the most horrid stories you can. And make sure you tag Matt PSYOP in there or use the hashtag PSYOP News so it's easier to find it for him because he's really bad at his job. Yes. <laughs> you can find him on Facebook. He's Matt PSYOP. He's the board that has the, the plank that says brutal on it. You know the guy. He looks a little jaundiced, that sort of thing. I am Court PSYOPs on Facebook. You know you found me if you found the bloodstained photo of a cat holding a shotgun at a mouse hole. Yes. <laughs> that is really specific. I don't know if I'll ever get rid of that picture. I love that way too much. Yeah. I will eventually. Um, probably. You can email feedback to Matt, PSYOP Matt at gmail.com or you can send him the articles directly because he should be checking that mail. Yeah, I do. And if you want to check and see if you can get him to guest on your commentary show because you like the fact that he gives zero fucks when he's fucked up on the marijuana is injected into his cock. I really don't give any fucks when that happens. You can reach him at psyopmat at gmail.com. You can also email feedback to court. Let him know that you're tired of all this weird rhetoric that he has. Just give us the information and let us get the fuck out of the show. <laughs> no. Cinemasyopscourt at gmail.com. They live for this rhetoric. <laughs> you can twit a couple of tweets to these two twats. I'm at court underscore psyop, and he is at psyop Matt. Send us some photos of your favorite shots from Dolomite. Yeah, might as well. Uh, one more time. Dolomite! Dolomite. There you go, folks. One last time there. And I might even stinger it at the end. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck it. Everybody kick the fuck out of this week and make it your bitch. <laughs> Thank you.
there was any assault happening, it was on Dolomite. Yeah, yeah, they were assaulting him. He's like, I just got dressed. Help, help. <laughs> just because I'm dressed this way doesn't mean I was asking for it. Will you stop it? Ooh, Ooh, no, 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 no. That's funny in here. I'll take. No, that, no, that's no. I'll take. Yeah. That's I could see that. Yeah, and that's what but then I love. Again, They're what? so fucking punk rock, it, these it, movies. It, it would be so fucking weird for racists to go, you know what, they want to go see Dolomite tonight. <laughs> you never know. You never know. Just like, that's one of the, at a clan meeting, that's one of the clan guys, like, guilty pleasures in these type of movies. And they're all like, they're all like their team meeting, and they're like, we gotta do away with these movies! And he's inside going, yeah, but I'm gonna go watch it tonight. I don't care what you guys say. I love this shit. I think it's more confirmation bias that they would probably like these kind of movies. Yeah. Because it would make them think that all the ignorant things that they would have to say would be true because some of that is portrayed in the film. Yeah, it's true. It's usually not your main character. Your main character's or, usually rallying against it. And they'll maybe use it like, look, they really are trying to take our women, just like we said they would. Yeah, see? They're making movies about it. It's yeah. like... Yeah, so there is but, that, Oh, my too. God. Shut up. <laughs> and uh, they're not your women just because yeah, they happen to be the yeah. same fucking shade as you. They're just women, man, and no one's <laughs> taking them, okay? <laughs> Unless they're actually kidnapping yeah, them, no one's take, taking your but women. that's against the law. <laughs> that's That goes beyond what you're talking about here. <laughs> no one's taking your women just because they're running from you should probably be a message. <laughs> All right. Shave your fucking neck beard, move out of your mother's basement, and you'll feel better about yourself. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, shave half that neck beard. Maybe take off the white robes. <laughs> Get yourself some decent clothes. Do you know how much fucking whitening bleach you're going through just to wear those robes, you idiot? It's fucking economically bad. <laughs> I mean, holy shit. They spend a lot of time outside. It's got to be dirty as shit. <laughs> the only time I'll judge them on their taste is if it's bad. <laughs> But whose deems or taste bad? No, if they taste bad is what I'm oh. saying. <laughs> uh, okay, well, that's fine. That's fair. <laughs> that's fair. That's accessible. That, that, yeah. All right, I mean, come on, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Jesus, you told me to, he said, eat me, and you taste weird. So, clip. Yep. <laughs> Jesus was black. Yeah, I mean, at, le at least Middle Eastern, if not black, yeah. And but that's definitely like, not white. <laughs> if he existed, Jesus was black. I mean, definitely not white. That's, that's what we know, because there's no, we, you've never heard the tale of Jesus walking on water in London. <laughs> in the fog. You, you didn't hear the story of Jesus walking on the Black Sea, okay? Well, those were written, but they got excised out of the Bible. Uh, all right. <laughs> it was the gospel of the 15th apostle. Oh, <laughs> Rufus? Yeah, he was the 13th. He was the 13th. Oh, the 15th apostle. 15th apostle. His name was Ted. He was a little <laughs> off. <laughs> Ted. Jesus was like, uh, you know, all these are all my apostles. These are great guys. Who's that 15th guy? That's, uh, it's Ted. He's all right. Just don't let any small kids around him, okay? <laughs> Mary Magdalene was number 14. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, he had to bring his wife around, oh, around oh, with him. Of course. <laughs> yeah, he hit that. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, and that's enough blasphemy for me today. Uh, Whatever. Yeah, right? It's like not even beginning. I'm not going to say this because you'll fucking clip that shit. Just do it. All right. Unless the next scene is her saying, yeah, let's do this or something like that. Oh, like, come just on. Equally, what were you going to yeah, say? Fuck you. No. What were you going to say? Uh, no, fuck you. You fucking coward. Yeah, fuck you because you're going to clip that shit out. Then I got to live with that for another fucking century and a half. <laughs> so unless it is that she's saying, I'm taking another dick. Yeah, something like, like that. Something yeah, 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 it's something along those lines. Or she screams. I've had seven dicks inside of me. Yeah, or coming to me. Now, if she's saying all of that, then this scene is fine. Okay, fine. It's a, it's a bit aggressive, but sometimes people like that. 
I want us to be connected on a deeper level, and every time I try, you pull away. Clip. <laughs> no, it's pretty much me, and every time I talked to anybody when I was in high school, college, all the way up until I met my wife. And even now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Only you're not saying that to your wife. No, I say it to myself in the mirror. <laughs> well, I cry. And sometimes me. Yes. Well, you're sleeping usually. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, I've been meaning to tell you that. I want your key back. Oh. <laughs> to the lab. <laughs> Were you recording all that? Listen, sometimes I just lay watching you sleep while I'm breathing heavy. And sobbingly masturbating. <laughs> well, when am I not? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've been meaning to talk to you about that. You're starting to make people uncomfortable. Oh, God, America are such cunts. Prudes. <laughs> America's a bunch of cunts. They, thank you, me. They really are. Roots. Maybe the people who may, Maybe he may have toys watched this. Watched Dolph Mine said, fuck, we have our action figures. This is how we're going to do it, folks. <laughs> and while we're at it, let's make a character named Fisto with a giant fist. The That's... kids won't understand it, but the parents are going to love it. The parents are going to laugh hysterically. <laughs> then we're going to sell slime. That's going to stain everything. <laughs> so fuck you, parents. Oh, man, the slime stuff was the best. It was so awesome, but it ruined all my action figures from He-Man. Ruined them. Well, that's why you don't, you don't dump the slime on Moss Man. He's the only one that it really ruins. Uh, well, see, I didn't have Moss Man. Oh, yeah. yeah. He would, it would definitely ruin him. Oh, yeah. This isn't the He-Man cast. We're talking about... Dolomite! Dolomite! <laughs> so let's get back to Real it. quick, my figure action figure was triple face. All right, so anyway... <laughs> Uh, many faces. Many faces, yeah. Many faces. Many faces. I forget how... See, I always try to, like, like really make their names difficult, but I forget that the He-Man person character names are really easy because it was just some really guy just stoned in a room going, um, many faces. We're done. <laughs> the guys from Podcast on Haunted Hill, if they hear this section, are yeah. going to love it because they're big He-Man fans. Uh, it, yeah. like, okay, well, this character, he has a skeleton for a head? Yeah. Skeletor. Next, I'm a genius. <laughs> this guy was a skunk at one time. Skunkor! Yeah, right. Hammerhead! There you go. We're gone. Oh, wait, Ram Man? Ram Man. Yeah, it was Ram Man. Oh yeah. my god. See, I made it tougher again. Just Ram Man. Ram Man. We're done. <laughs> that's the all, that's the all worst can. one they got is that's Man of Arms. Why? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have multiple arms. He doesn't no, make any sense. No, no, I don't give a shit. It's Man of Arms. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> man at Arms, yeah. 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 What? what? But I never said, get the fuck out of here. I said, next! <laughs> Well, here's the castle. Gray skull. Next. It's green. Dolomite. Fuck you. Dolomite. All right, I'm getting back to it. <laughs> Don't sue me. I was trying to change the subject. And I almost introed year four that way by saying, I'm going to let them know that Court Psyops is my name and fucking up motherfuckers is my game. <laughs> but there's no way I was going to deliver it anywhere near as awesome as Rudy Ray Moore. So I was just like, you know what? Let's just, yeah. let's it, just be. It would have sounded pathetic and sad. Well, like everything I do does. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Me too. <laughs> yeah, there's an air of pathetic badness to this entire show. Man, it's like permeating in the air. That's why uh, people resonate with us so well. They dig our pathetic sadness. Yeah, we make them look like winners. <laughs> <laughs> by comparison. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Big time.
What a bigger dick. What is it, a shit of a psyops? The girl might as well be a fleshlight. At least some lady's not cutting off your junk in the name of helping you. He said, eat me, and you taste weird. Fuck those white guys. Sometimes you get curious about people butt chugging.